Someone recently posted on Instagram wondering why teachers have a much easier time organizing their classrooms than their own homes. And as I thought about this, for me, the answer is that often I feel more in control of my classroom. Maintaining or increasing enrollment. Staying on top of ever-changing content. Incorporating best teaching practices. These are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about in addition to applying great teaching principles. Do you ever come home and just want to relax and do nothing? I feel you. This is pretty much Jared and I every single day. Teaching can be exhausting, so it's nice to be able to have a place to relax and reset, but it doesn't always happen, and it definitely doesn't happen on its own. Overwhelm and exhaustion can come from teaching a lot of preps and having a lot of standards to cover, which Jared and I both have experience doing. If you need some help determining your essential standards, which can actually lessen the amount of brain power that you have to use as far as figuring out which standards to teach, check out my free workbook for determining essential standards. And that's at kristenmasick.com forward slash standards. And I'll have a link in the show notes as well. Over the years, And as our family has expanded, now we have four little ones. In order to gain that control that we have typically in our classrooms, but maybe not so much in our home, we've implemented some routines and systems that have made our lives a lot easier. Today, I'm sharing some of the systems and routines like meal planning, shopping, and cleaning that we use that have allowed us to spend more time with our kiddos and recharge for the next school day. And hopefully, you can find value in some of these and implement them into your own home and your own routines. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is the big one. It is meal planning. So it can be super daunting and overwhelming, But what has worked in our family is freezer meals. Yes, we eat freezer meals six times a week and it has been a game changer. On that seventh day, we actually go out to eat and that's our little fun family date night. But other than that, we eat freezer meals. And you would think we would be sick of it, but fortunately for us, we are not. We currently use a local company where they, or us pre-COVID, prepare all of the meals. So it's all of the main dishes. They have a menu each month and we get 20 meals. So we get two each of 10 different meals. What's great about these meals is that they're proportioned in such a way that we can actually put them frozen into our Instant Pot and 30 to 40 minutes later, depending on the type of meat, we have our main dish done. So it really requires very little prep beyond the initial prep of the meal. And that frees up time for us to decompress and play with our kids. But I know that that type of company is not available everywhere. So before we found this company, we actually would make our own freezer meals. The downside was is that you do need to do all the planning yourself 
and it does make your kitchen dirty, but it is worth it in the end. So one cookbook that we loved all the recipes from is Don't Panic, Dinners in the Freezer. I'm also including that in the show notes. These aren't Instant Pot meals, but they are really good. As a side note, this cookbook does not have any pictures, and you'll just have to trust me that it tastes good or look at the reviews on Amazon to see what other people are saying. You can find a lot of recipes online for freezer meals, so a quick Google search or Pinterest will come up with some that can work either in a crock pot or instant pot or cooking in some other way. So when I was making my own, I would decide on a few meals that I would cook on the weekend, and I would cook a meal for dinner that day, but I would actually triple the recipe so that I could freeze the other two servings that we could eat at a later date. Having freezer meals alone does not guarantee less work in an actual meal plan. There were several times where we actually forgot what we had in our freezer, and then by the time we dug down and found it, we needed to throw them away because it was bad. So you need to actually implement a routine or a system so that this will actually work. And this is what we have found that has worked for us. So every time we make or bring home a freezer meal or set of freezer meals, we add it to a Google Keep with the date. And we use Google Keep because my husband and I can both access it from our phones and from our computers, and it makes it a lot easier for us to keep track of what's going on and for us to both see what's going on. This also lets us know what we have in our freezer and when we need to eat it. So every week on Saturday mornings, we decide what we're going to eat for the next six days. We move them to a section on our keep for meals this week. So we take them from down below with the dates and we move them up so that we know these are the ones that we're going to be eating that week. We also have a deep freezer in our garage. And so we actually move those meals into the house freezer so that they're easier to access. From that list, we then make a grocery list for any sides that we need for meals that week. And this has saved us quite a bit of money because we're not buying extra things and things aren't going bad. We're buying things fresh that week that we know we will use that week. So it has actually really, really helped us financially. The meals themselves actually make enough that we as an entire family can eat one serving that evening and then we have enough for two servings, one for me and one for Jared, for lunch the next day, which has also really been a time saver and a money saver. So we actually will package those up right after we eat dinner so they're ready to go for the next morning. So the next thing that you can actually turn into a routine is your shopping. So I just talked about shopping for your week of groceries. And usually we just go to the store that day, or I do, but you also can do online grocery ordering, which has actually been really nice with the pandemic because it seems like most stores who were not doing that online ordering are now doing online ordering. Some of your big box stores are even starting to deliver, like Walmart and Costco, which is really, really convenient. So make sure to check and see what is available in your area. It might take a little bit of additional planning because you might have to order the day or the night before, but it ends up saving you quite a bit of time. 
The other shopping tip is to utilize subscribe and save from Amazon or any other subscription site that allows you to order things that you use on a regular basis. We typically order things like dishwashing detergent, dog treats, and our diapers to be delivered on a regular basis. And we set this up so that they are being replenished as we need them. Amazon will actually allow you to adjust how frequently these items come, whether they come every couple of weeks or if they come every couple of months. So it does make it flexible so that you can order things and just get them delivered to your doorstep. The final way that we have been able to establish some routines in our home is with cleaning. I love coming home to a clean house. When I come home to a messy house, my stress level just skyrockets and it pretty much ruins the whole rest of my evening. So I have decided that I needed to implement some sort of routine to prevent me from getting super stressed and super overwhelmed, especially after a day that may have been overwhelming and stressful as it is. In order for me to come home to a clean house, I need to leave a clean house behind because unfortunately for me, I do not have any cleaning fairies that will come in and clean while I am gone. So. To do that, I make sure that we clean at night or we have a nightly routine that helps us prepare for the next day. So here are some things that we do in our evening routine. So we load and we run our dishwasher. And if we have time, we actually unload it that night so that it's empty and can be loaded the next morning. We pick up toys, trash, anything that doesn't belong. We wipe down all the counters and surfaces and we sweep and vacuum the kitchen and the living room. And I really only focus on the kitchen and the living room. The other areas don't get used as much, but those are the areas that we are living in the most. So I try to make sure that those are reset every single night so that they are clean. And because they are clean, it actually makes it a lot easier to clean them up the next night. Having a clean play area, so we do have a playroom, it does allow our students a space to play without being overwhelmed by clutter when we get home. So that actually really does help us to have that area cleaned as well because then the kids can come home and they can start playing in there while Jared and I talk to each other about our day and it just makes life a lot smoother and way less stressful. So I mentioned some cleaning fairies. I am a little envious of one of my teacher colleagues who actually has a cleaning service come in every Friday. Now that I think about it, I think it might be every other Friday to clean her floors and her bathrooms. So they come in when everyone is at school, so everyone's away. But then she gets a jump start on her weekend when she gets home on Friday. So it's one less thing to worry about over the weekend because everything has been deep cleaned while they were gone on Friday. Mandy Rice of the Sustainable Teacher Podcast also had another tip that I heard recently about loading the washing machine at night with a timer so that the load is completed when you wake up. So it maybe it starts at five in the morning or maybe it starts at four in the morning and runs so that when you wake up, you take the wet clothes and put them in the dryer. And then when you get home from school, you have a load of clean laundry that just needs to be folded instead of dirty laundry that needs to run the entire cycle. 
I hope these gave you some ideas of what you can do with your meal planning and your shopping and then your cleaning of your home to make it so that it is a place where you can actually truly relax and decompress after the school day. Do you have any tips for systems and routines that have made your life easier at home? If you do, please share them with me on Instagram at Kristen Masick, K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-M-A-S-S-I-C, as I would love to hear and share those ideas with other teachers. Please subscribe and rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts so that more teachers can find it. You can also share it with any friends that you think would benefit from these tips and strategies that I have offered here. Be sure to tune in next week.